Welcome to our latest episode of Sloss and Humphreys on the Road. This one is done remotely over Zoom. Uh, Daniel is in Australia. I'm still at home in Glasgow. Uh, we had a Zoom call and we recorded it at either end and we've merged the two tracks together. Fucking, you're getting to see a lot behind the curtain here. And uh, I want to thank the patrons for signing up to this shit and making sure that we still kept it going in such circumstances. And uh, thank you to everybody else who's tuning in as well. I still love you too, just not as much because you don't pay what you know. You're kind of, kind of freeloading, but I still like you, you know. You're still, you're still enjoying my crack, top and bottom of it. But this is a good episode because Danny's in lockdown and in quarantine in Australia and um, he's trying to keep himself busy in the hotel room with no real outside stimulation and um, and he tells a funny story about some water weights that his agent made him take with him. If you followed him on Instagram, you saw the mess. Um, we talk about that. I find it very funny. I think you will too. Um, and enjoy. Here it is. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9 11? Are you recording on yours? I've already started. I've already started. I've already. St- Aye. I mean, you. You. This will just be a. T- this. <laughs> this will just be a tough editing job for you. That's all. All right. I'm. I'm here. Then fuck you. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that in. <laughs> Fair enough. As long as you sync them together, I couldn't give away hot shit. Uh, uh, I'll deal with that. Don't you worry, mate. Man, I'm too busy. I couldn't possibly do it. I'm fucking my schedule. Um, block a block. I've got no free time in the day to possibly edit anything together. I mean, they—they've just missed the song off 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 mic. I, I sang a belt. I song. It was the best one yet. It was the best intro. <laughs> sure. It went something like this. Fuck, I should You and me together. Oh, fuck, what's the words? Home and away. Come on. I don't know. Why would I know home and away? I was born in 1990, not fucking 1980, you pink. I know, but you're in Australia, so, like, catch up with the culture. Do you think that's the national... Learn them at... it's the national language. Mate, if you're going to be there, would work there, at least learn the language. Home and... That's the culture. It's an Australian. I, I know. Believe me, I know the Australian language. Can't and fuck off, immigrants. I'm very fluent. You and I belong together. Me and you forever and ever. Living the dream. Where muggins and cream. Eh? I. Sure. One day you'll join in. Sure. I highly doubt that. I would not <laughs> raise anyone's expectations like that. Yeah, Danny, I've been uh, I've been listening back to old podcasts because uh, we're doing a rewind section on a Wednesday now, where we just do a clip from an old podcast. Uh, next, next, this Wednesday is going to be the naked man that walked across the foot of my bed, and I don't literally nothing about it. You know that story. <laughs> yes. yes <I> <laughs> and you spent seventeen minutes calling us a little bitch. Now that story. <laughs> Even though, uh, even though, um, so even it was though, only seventeen minutes. Oh man, no, it kind of then it was a running theme throughout the rest of the podcast. But like the bulk of the story was. <laughs> uh, so uh, so um, when I've been listening back to them, you kind of enjoy the little melodies at the beginning. It turns out that you are like 
cool with it. And I just water boarded you, boarded you over 200 episodes and ground you down. <laughs> <laughs> you, had, you had spirit, you had, Danny, you had spirit when I did them. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you're to blame and it's not me. And also, hopefully, I reckon like the OG fans probably know that. I think our impression of what this podcast is is very different to what the people who've listened to it throughout the entire time because you know a lot of the time we do this podcast either one of us or both of us is fucked or at least inebriated in some way and I'm going to be honest right now I've got Irish balcony neighbours so I'm fucking (laughs) several ciders fucking deep today have you been chatting to neighbours? oh man so like uh, allow me to just explain how fucking well (laughs) the Australians have fucking done this right yeah so getting on the plane, right, there's uh, it's a double-decker Boeing. It's fucking 787, whatever it is. And I'm talking maximum 40 passengers on it. Like, it's... Like, the woman, when I'm checking in, she goes, you're going to see a lot of free rows, uh, and you're going to be tempted to obviously lie down and just steal one of them for yourself. Don't. Those are there for social distancing. And, like, I'm like, honey, I'm, I'm in business class. At no point am I looking at the free rows in economy going, oh, I wish it was me. Like, I'll be... I'll be grand. <laughs> is that in her I'll mind? Is her, is her mind is a, row, is a row in economy better than a seat in business? Is it well? Because well, um, the bed's definitely longer. Because like four chairs beside each other is longer than like the the single like here's on a, Singapore Air. It's a here's a question: Can you buy a row? And is buying a row cheaper than buying business class? Um, would I think you you'd have to be quite like because you know how sometimes they make like larger people buy. Two uh, seats on do, your plane. Do they do that? Take up. Do, do, they, do they do that? Well, they do, yeah, and I, I, I do, I, yeah, they do, and I understand that's a point of contention. That's a real awkward conversation, that like, because it's a subjective conversation. Ah, yeah, but, do, or do you get do you start measuring people like, like, what point do you start going? Right, you look like kind of on the border, so I'm gonna have to either just judge you and make a decision, ruin the day for whoever sat next to you, or measure you to see if you're within the limit. To be fair, I think uh, from from the people I know that do have to ha- that do take up two chairs on flights, most of the time they just do it themselves. Like it's they know their size, they do it themselves. Like if you if you're fat, like really big, and you buy one seat on a fucking airplane, I understand those airplane seats are small. Like they're they're small for most people, right? Yeah. But they also do fit most people. Like, some of that is on you. Like, let's not pretend like they're the smallest things in the world. Some of the responsibility does fall on your wide ass. And, to be fair to most fat people, they do go, fair enough, like, I take up two seats. Uh, I wish the seats were bigger. It feels a little bit like a lifestyle choice at that point. And I don't know how ignorant I'm being here, but I feel feel like your, your lifestyle could be a specific way that you could fit into the one seat, or it could be in the way that it is where you don't fit in the other seat, and it's a decision you've made, right? Aye. And yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I've not. I'm only. I'm only this big at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I'm, don't don't get me wrong. I'm working on it. I'm. Uh, I'm worried about being underweight at the moment. I've bought scales and I keep checking them because I'm worried we're getting too. I, I've been doing morning cardio every like five days a week. And I can't eat enough. And like, it's, like I've got a six pack, but a skinny lad with a six pack is just it's pointless. You know what I mean? There's prisoners who all have six packs. Aye. 
The POWs have six packs, mate. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not six packs. I mean, they've not got abs, mate. I, they've, got, they've, got, they've got the lanes cutting in, got the hips. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the, the difference is you can't call what prisoner of war have. You can't call those cum gutters. That's when it's. <laughs> You can hardly be looking at all the people in Auschwitz being like, fucking look at the cum cars on that boy. Oh, fucking uh, take me back then. Let me <laughs> let me run loose. Um, so <laughs> we get on the fucking plane. Uh, we're not we're not allowed off the plane in Singapore, right? So it's like you're, which I'm fine with. Like I think the worst part of flying in Australia is that bit where they just make you do the airport again. Like, hey, we know you checked in, we know you did security, and we know you're just in transit. But just for the fucking hell of it, do all of that again, but also with the panic of the fact that this next flight leaves in a fucking hour for no goddamn reason. So they're like, stay on the flight. And I'm like, Grant, by the way, do this for all future flights. Just leave us on the fucking airplane and bring the gate. This can be something that we take from COVID and move yes. forward into the new and where, where was that at Singapore? Singapore. Because uh, um, I've, I've, I've done that a few times in Singapore where you're just like, man, he's got so much so money. You got so much money in this country. Why have you got pub carpets all over the airport? Like, it looks like a fucking 80s pub. <laughs> it looks like carpets from when you could still smoke indoors. <laughs> Aye, that's because all the expats in Singapore loved the 80s in the UK and they went over to a country and were like, fuck it, let's take this country back to the 80s in the UK. We're expats and we hate fucking everything. <laughs> is that is that true? The, sorry, we'll get back on track. Is that true? The, the link that the, Colin, Colin puts uh, news stories in the WhatsApp group, right? And he never checks his sources. He just confirmation biases what he likes. And he sends us a new story to us. Mm. Now, he screen capped something out of an article, so it didn't have the source or anything. But it was about they've started deporting Brexit voting expats back from Spain. In the, the crying in the airport. Is that, is that true? Yes, that's true. They're, 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 yes, getting, that's they're getting ahead of being illegal immigrants. Kag, not only is it true, it's finger licking true. Because uh, that's, that, that's where I'm at, right? I've read it, I filled with joy. Like, it filled me cup. Like I, I was re-energized. It was like it was like it was good for me mental health to read it, <laughs> right? But then I was like, oh, it's screen capped. It looks like somebody could have just typed it out on Word and then screen capped it and sent it around. Like I don't know if this is like a true, but it was like the the quote was about somebody crying in the airport. Given so given the interview. Question. Let me to rephrase your question, and, and then I'll phrase it to you. Is your question: Are British people who live in uh, uh, are British people who live in uh, Spain racist dumb cunts? Yes, yes, they are, oh. and not all and, of them, but ninety eight percent. And are they getting repercussions for their st- their stupidity and their racism? Yep. Are they getting? Yeah, <laughs> they are. Uh, <laughs> They're not allowed because it's not necessarily they're being fucking deported, but it's the fact that their fucking uh, visas have uh, run out. They don't have citizenship in these countries. They're expats. They're just out there for a fucking bit. And now that we're no longer part of the EU, we don't have that benefit of being able to free travel between these countries. And it's coming back and biting them in the ass. And if you are one of these people, may I say from the bottom of my heart, ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha! Fuck you and your mother. And could, could I just add to that as well? Ha 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 
<laughs> Aye, and also, like, I know, I know your child's probably only six months old, but put the headphones on your child right now and allow me to say this to your child. Ha 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 ha! I know you're innocent, but you're going to be raised by two cunts, so I've got no faith in you having the ability to become a human being pro- properly. So, ha 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 ha! Fuck you in eighteen years. And now, could you could you rewind that whole section, play it back yourselves, but turn it up, like <laughs> put it through the big speakers? <laughs> <laughs> I s- send send it to one of your fucking mates in Ibiza that you can no longer hang out with and get him to turn it into a fucking drop. Put a fucking beat in the Put a beat in the middle of it, break it down, fucking over, over at the listeners. Um, Alright, man, there's something fucking. In the same way that, like, that's funny, in the same way that every time an anti vaxxer dies, it's fucking hysterical. Mm. No exceptions asked. It, it, like it's, it, it especially, is. Especially, especially if they get hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> well, fully immune. Nothing to do. Well, Aye, fully immune. <laughs> uh, it, all of this is like the anti vaxxer dying of COVID, the, um, the, the Brexit vote next path getting deported. It's, it's the guy. It's the, the guy who, the flat earther who fucking in the rocket. We need his name because that's mad. the it's the that his name mad his, Mike mad Mike uh, it's it's the the mad the mad Mike uh, what's the word no not no. what's the word for the thing that it is the uh, the mad no the, no um Schadenfreude I'm tempted to say fallacy like the mad Mike fallacy but fallacy's wrong because fallacy means like it's it's not correct the mad yeah. Mike the mad Mike technique there's a word people are screaming it. Nah, for them. The mad make something. We need to coin it though. The, how can I? How can I coin it if we can't find the word, Daniel? Uh, speaking of the fucking Mad Mike thing, right? One of the uh, promo bits I've had to do for fucking selling tickets in Australia, right? Is uh, the Guardian out here? Uh, they were like, "Can you send us ten of the your, your funniest videos online? Ten videos on YouTube that you find very, very funny, and we'll stick them on our webpage, and it'll get people to know your sense of humour, right?" So I obviously stick in the death of Mad Mike because you'll <laughs> never convince me that that's not the is funniest this, video. Is this for telly? Is this for TV? No, no, no. It's just for no, no. It's just for the Guardian. Oh right. Here. It's just, uh, I thought you were trying to get. I thought you were trying to get snuff porn on telly. <laughs> an actual, an actual right, death. Right. So. They, the Guardian get back in contact so they're like this is great so thanks so much for doing this Daniel really appreciate it and then they send like an email three days later being like sorry we've just fully watched through the video does that guy die in the video and I was like yeah that's why it's funny it wouldn't be funny if he survived because then he'd just do it he would just continue spreading his life and like we can't we can't post that on our website. Can you give us a tenth video? And I'm like, you're sending nine out, and I'll tell the public why you're sending nine out. And it's because you refuse to admit that the death. I actually buckled and I said, oh, it's so fucking funny. Um, um, mate, so, I... right, so you, Go on. You land in, uh, you land, you land in Australia. Bye-bye. Uh, you... Uh, you land in Australia, you get off uh, with 40 fucking people and 
we're on the plane for an extra 20 minutes because another plane has landed and you are not allowed to even be in proximity of that plane. Like, that entire plane has to go through immigration, collect their luggage before you're allowed off your plane to get to immigration because they, they do not have any crossover between fucking anything. Ah. Uh, still, I mean, it's, but it's a quick immigration because it's 40 fucking people. You get straight through, you pick up your luggage. So I'm the whole time, because I'm fucking angling for an upgrade in the hotel room, uh, I'm like, hi, do you know the name of the hotel that we're going to? And they just go, the police decide. Like, it's up to the police where you go. Now, go talk to the army people. And you go talk to the army people. And the army take your luggage. They put it under the fucking bus. The Air Force takes you on the bus. Fucking makes you write down all write down all these fucking forms of all your fucking details and then you're on this one bus on the way to a hotel with a police officer on a motorbike My in the front like God, a I didn't, plague bus I didn't know it was this military man I thought it was just procedures Man. and protocol in place I didn't think it was a fucking absolute operation oh it's one of the most like genuinely fucking props to Australia like it's it's very impressive of how they've done it get to the fucking hotel and I say eh uh, I'm like, look, I'd like an upgrade. If it's possible for an upgrade, I'd, I'd just like one. That's I, I, I can afford it, and I'd like one. Please let me know. And uh, they go, it's not up to us if you can have an upgrade. It's up to the police whether you can have an upgrade, because we can't transfer you from room to room. The police have to transfer you from room to room to make sure that you don't go anywhere else. It's got, like, everything is this fucking efficient. So, like, the morning of the Wednesday, they phone up, and the, it's the hotel guy, and he goes... Uh, Mr. Slaws, I've heard you, you want an upgrade. And I'm like, yep, happy to pay whatever it is. Like, it's two-week quarantine. I'm out working and, I, you know, I've, 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 ju- I've come from a fucking quarantine in the UK where I'm allowed outside. I'm fine with quarantines, but I do need my fresh air. So the police then phone half an hour later. And Mr. Sloss, how you doing? I'm, I'm doing fine. Uh, is there any particular reason you want an upgrade? And I was like, man, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I, I could say I'm claustrophobic. I could say I've got all these things. I, j- I just I'm just a demon an upgrade and I'm uh, no no did you say that I went I literally said I'm chancing my arm I'm just chancing my fucking arm and he just went right fair enough we'll come and collect you in an hour so I fucking pack my bags right come upstairs and I'm in this new room and there's a fucking balcony now immediately because I'm so like unlike you I wasn't raised in, I was raised in an area where we respect the police and laws in place <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but, you know. Even the Australian ones. <laughs> I, I call them son. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I get into my, but I, I see the fucking balcony and I open the door and I step out onto it and immediately I just go, "There's no way." There's no way you're allowed to have a balcony during a qu- There's no way during a fucking quarantine I'm allowed the opportunity to spit on the public. That seems inherently against what, you know, quarantine is. So, and there's an ashtray outside on the balcony as well. So I run back in, I phone reception, and I just go dead sheepishly. I'm like, hi, sorry, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, Mr. Slauson room, whatever. And they go, yeah, I mean, we know that, but that's what the, the system tells us who you are. Like, <laughs> yeah. we don't it's just 2021, dude. Oh, <laughs> Did you dial with your finger? <laughs> like, you know, the, the circle <laughs> dial thing, the old school phones. <laughs> the rotary phones. I, I, I operate, I put me through, please. <laughs> and she yeah, connects. To reception. Then she plugs in one of them big aux cables into the reception part of the switchboard. <laughs> So I go, am I am I allowed out in the balcony? And she goes, uh-huh. That's, 
that's that's why you paid for a balcony. I was like, yeah, just 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 double check it. And also, there's a there's an ashtray on the balcony. Are you allowed to smoke? <laughs> and she went, no. But who's gonna stop you? Like you're on a co- who's checking? You're on a COVID floor, mm. and I'm like, you. Like <laughs> I'm literally grasping on myself now. That's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just double checking. So. Um, so if you, you do, mean, this, what's funny about this is you, you don't smoke. <laughs> or you just kind of take it up as a fucking years, but or you take it up as a hobby because you're bored. Break up the day. Aye, so I've started smoking again. Aye, aye. <laughs> so I go out in the fucking. I have man. I've man. I've gone through. I've gone through a pack in four days. It's class. It's like a man. You know, and you know what? Genuinely, and something to look forward to. Appreciate that. Something to look forward to. Man, like you yeah, know, after four o'clock, I have uh, coffee. With a wine. Coffee and a minty on a balcony Aye. Uh, in Australia. That's Adelaide, man. That was our first fucking Adelaide Aye, trip that was, me and Jimmy McGee. That was a 2014 trip, wasn't it? We had it all. Like, a minty and a fucking coffee on a balcony. Aye. Like that. Aye, that sounds delightful. It's, so, I go out there and we've got... I go balcony. I've got two Irish neighbours... Uh, like next balcony and next balcony over called Mike and Mick because of course that's their fucking name. <laughs> and Paddy, Paddy, Paddy couldn't make it, could he not? He was no, no. He was busy. I think he died. I think he actually didn't make it through COVID. <laughs> otherwise, they're all very upset. <laughs> um, so they've done. They've done four quarantines. They're out here. Uh, they, they, they they sell horses uh, and. Uh, this is their fourth one. But make, saying all make, make and make your Irish neighbour sell horses. Aye. Oh, <laughs> Daddy, you, you have made the most cliched imaginary friends. Like, like, like your, imaginary, your imaginary friend has no imagination. You just stuck to the stereotype. You didn't give it any flair. No, no. Just... Please, please. It's like I said to my friend Francois the Frenchman. <laughs> he said Sacre Bleu. <laughs> I, he was shocked. He couldn't believe it. Yeah, he, he threw his necklace of onions over his shoulder <laughs> and took it. Aye. And, 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 and unfortunately, my Australian neighbour who was coming back into the country, a dingo ate her baby. So that was. it's been very tough for her as well. Mm. So we're all going through separate things. Um, <laughs> they... Their other quarantines, they were in single fucking rooms where you weren't even allowed to open the window for the two weeks. So at any point that I was about to be like, you know, like, oh, this is, you know, tough, this is isolation. There's two Irish people beside me who are just out in the balcony every day going, this is fucking class. And I'm like, oh, right, all right, okay, I guess guess this is fucking class then. So they just had a different perspective on it. Well, I mean, don't be wrong. Like, it's, they're like, look, it's still, it's still tough. Like, it's still isolation. Like, you got to remember, like, the way they punish people in prison is to isolate them. But they also don't deliver six beers to their room every day, three fucking square meals, and there's uh, not, you know, an Xbox and an internet connection. Um, so I mean, so yeah, I mean, just tonight I was out in the fucking balcony. I had it like, the mornings are fine because I do my rule to myself here just to is wake up, no phone, read a chapter of my book, uh, work out immediately, like yeah. just fucking do that because otherwise there's no exercise during the day, you're not doing anything. So do a workout, 
do my meditate, go for a fucking cold shower, I've done four good things for myself, and then however I treat the rest. And then have a coffee and a minty on the balcony, fucking stink of weird And then have a coffee, coffee and a Ah, yeah, this sounds great. Um, what I wanted to do though, because I saw, I saw your Instagram story and I saw it coming a mile off, talk to me about your water weights. <laughs> Oh, my fucking God, man. So, um, we both... Uh, let's let's do the most important thing that we do before we ever tell a story about Marlena, which is to preface it with the fact that she is... Uh, she's a brilliant agent. She is an absolute fucking Rottweiler. Uh, we wouldn't have the careers we have if but it she, wasn't But she's like, a, she, she's like a benevolent Jamie Spears. <laughs> <laughs> she is she she means well but she occasionally misses the mark by a thousand fucking yards right so despite the fact that I haven't seen my personal trainer since fucking I don't know August last year right she uh, she goes uh, what are you going to do for weights in uh, what are you going to do for working out in, when you're in quarantine and I'm like I'll either just do, I'll either rent stuff from the hotel, because it'll be a hotel that's got a gym, so they'll rent, and I know people who you can rent stuff. There's also, you can rent weights and uh, exercise bikes and treadmills, because, again, Australia is used to having people in quarantine now. So there are companies that literally rent, all, you have everything available to be delivered to your fucking door. Yeah. And I know people who have all of this stuff. And there's so, much, well, there's so much body weight you can do, that for the sake of two weeks, yes. you're not missing out on a great deal if you're just doing body weight for two weeks. Man, a couple of fucking all. I'm, I'm not even doing much weight workout. I'm just doing hit stuff. I'm doing thirty mm. minutes of hit. Get body fucking sweat. We press up like full body workouts. Just get the body moving. And then if I really wanted to build muscle, which I'm not in the mood for right now, but you would do the fucking Tom Hardy's prison workout that he did for fucking Warrior. Yeah, and, options there. And if if you are like um, if you are well into your weights and you are worried about losing size and you wanted to do maintenance for two weeks, you would take a couple of strong resistance bands. And you would you would use resistance bands, right? Just to just to be, just to be insane. You're not you're not, not going to put on any like real size with. I mean, you probably could. I reckon you probably could put on size with a good resistance band training. But, but she, despite all of these. But no, no, despite all of these arguments that I give Marlena about all these other options, Marlena had heard about this wonderful little website called Wish.com. No, they're not from they're not they're not from Wish, but they almost oh. definitely are. Oh. She claimed Oh man. <laughs> She's so she goes. She keeps when I'm over there. She just keeps going. So I bought these water weights for you. I'm like Marlena. I don't want water weights. I don't. She's like, but they're so handy and convenient because you just take them over. I'm like Marlena. I do not fucking want. I literally said these words, Marlena. I do not fucking want to take these water weights. I'm not interested in the water weights. I'm not taking the water weights. Don't make me fucking take the water weights. But the second Marlena gets something in her head. It's that's reality. It's easier. It's easier to just do it. It's easier to just do it. It's It's, so my full intention. My my full intention was to just take the water weights in the bag and then never fucking open them. Literally never open them. I get to Australia. I move into my fucking uh, new room and they fall out the bag while I'm unpacking. And man, they look comically shit. Man, I couldn't believe it. Like fucking. 
They look like no. Uh, before they even inflated, man, they look like a prize at a fucking funfair shit. Like I can tell the second the second I see the packaging, I'm like, these are the worst things in the world. So I'm just going to fill them up because I know how shit this is going to be. It's going to be a laugh. Low. It's going to be a fucking laugh. Oh, my oh, fucking God. Because uh, I honestly thought, right, I thought when she said you got, you got these water weights, right, what it would be is like a, a plastic frame. Like, you know how you've got the ones that are full of cement, like the plastic one, and they've got like the cap on them, right? I, I thought she was giving you a bunch of like plastic things that you could fill uh, that would like fit onto the bar. And they'd actually still be, even though they didn't weigh so much when you travelled, they'd still take up quite a lot of your bag. So like in my head, I was like, that's quite a lot of like um, displacement in your in your suitcase for the sake of having what like what's the maximum you're going to get like 14 kilos or something because like if, if you're using water to get like a like a 20 kilo dumbbell it's going to be fucking massive man it's going to be stupidly big so i was expecting like about 10 kilos 12 kilos of uh, worth of like plastic frame that you put on that would be at least robust right and i still so, thought that so was ridiculous I thought it was going to be you terrible. You weren't, you weren't expecting eight condoms that could be filled up. Like like uh, baby's arm, like armbands for swimming. Like he toddlers, toddlers armbands, water wings. The one fucking maid should bought you water wings to do weightlifting. But like like I'm, I like I've seen. She sent me the. To be fair, she sent me, like, the image, like, the, you know, the fucking advertisement image, right? And it's of this really fucking buff guy. And somehow, they have filled these weights to capacity. And I'll tell you how they filled these weights to capacity. With a lovely, lovely workout called Photoshop. That's how they made them look that fucking big, right? In the same way that the only reason that fucking cunt looked ripped is because of fucking Photoshop. So... You know, I fucking filled them up. It's a disaster. The floor, man, the floor, I filled them up three days ago. The floor is still wet where it is. Like, it's it's damp as fuck to this day because it, I spilled... It, it not, not, from your sweat, not from your sweat and tears, though. Not from your workout. <laughs> oh, no, no. There were definitely was fucking it, tears. Was the, workout oh, just get, was the workout just getting easier? Every rep, you're just like, this is a piece of piss. <laughs> when when she... Good, man, I am dripping with sweat. When she packed them, water, so, when she gave you them water weights, did she earnestly think that you were going to have this like rocky montage, really good, sick workout? Yeah. She thought you were going to be there like fucking higher the tiger, that's a thrill of the fight. Just fucking beans. <laughs> we had sweat band on in your hot pants. <laughs> right, and whenever and when it, whenever the weights get too much, all I have to do is open one of them up and take a quick drink to fucking refresh myself because they're the most convenient weights in the whole wide world. Right? Oh, so, so funny. So I post the video on fucking Instagram, and everyone that has had Marlena harass them about me bringing them weights, which is a lot of people. Cullen was harassed to make me bring the weights. Cara was harassed by Marlena to bring me, make me bring them. My parents knew about these fucking weights. Everyone I know knew about these fucking weights because Marlena was so goddamn adamant that I bring them fucking out here, right? So immediately I post the fucking video and all of them start messaging me, dying laughter, going, this is amazing, this is so funny. And then fucking God bless Marlena, she fucking wakes up, she clearly, she clearly watches the videos and she just sends me this, she just goes, I'm so mortified like I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> but she's the only she's the only person I couldn't project it 
I couldn't see it coming. She couldn't, she couldn't see it coming. And she said, because she goes, she goes, I'm so glad you managed to like get a laugh out of it. But you know, I'm really, so, I'm really sorry. She saw the funny side of it because like Tom, uh, uh, my manager agent over here, he was messaging about it. So he was obviously giving her a fucking hard time. And Marlena can't, um, look, she can take a fucking joke. So I was like, Marlena, in what world were they going to fucking be good? Like realistically, how did you fucking expect these things to turn out? She was just like, oh, honestly, like they just looked really good. I thought it was so fucking convenient. I was like, you know what? Next time, next time, why don't you just buy me an inflatable dartboard? Or better yet, better yet, <laughs> how about how about how about I sell you these fucking magic beans I've got? Right? They're really good. <laughs> I'll give you them for 5% less commission. Right? <laughs> so then, then she's, she's been fucking messing with me, right? And obviously fucking being Marlena, right? She's like, this is... <laughs> like she's like she feels screwed, right? And she, she's trying to upcycle them and find a second use for them. She's trying to find alternative use. She, right, she's after a fucking refund, right? She's after a refund. I'm like, Marlena, I'm not bringing them back. Like, you, in what world are those going back? And cut your fucking losses. Uh, and also, refund for what? Sixty nine p. Like, she didn't spend bucks on them. Apparently she did. Apparently they were not no. cheap. <laughs> no. Uh, oh I was like, Marlena, Marlena, are you sure? Are you sure you didn't read the small print? Are you sure it wasn't just water? Are you sure it wasn't water weights and not just water the fucking point weights? Because it <laughs> seems to be <laughs> like genuinely, I was, I was, I was half, I was half fucking tempted to uh, bullshit it because because they're balloons, right? You you can't fill them up properly with water. There's no way to do that, like. But you could do it with air. So I was very victim to just fucking genuinely fucking inflate them all up, make them look full, and then just every day just post me going through nine hundred reps. Just with balloons. She essentially oh, bought, just like, she she bought your water bombs to work up with. Work out with. <laughs> <laughs> There's a favourite one because you've put you put them on Instagram and that obviously expires after 24 hours, doesn't it? Send us their videos and I'll post them on the on the Patreon so people people can have a little like fucking and they can get they can get a visual of what the fuck went on. I'll post them on Patreon. I mean, you're you're don't save your phone, right? Or just yours just drop and just delete. Mine's safe to be camera roll. Well, Marlene. So I mean, Marlene's already. Marlene's already fucking messaged me because she's like she's enjoying all my Instagram videos and she's like can you save all of those uh, and you know and I'm like Mar- I'm not I'm not save it like I'm doing these videos to keep myself sane like yeah. I'm, this isn't work and, and I'm not going to turn it into fucking work but apparently it does automatically save so I should be able to I should be able to fucking yeah I think you can find an archive on it let, let, I, let's figure that out because I think it'll be funny for the parents because I, I think even though we've described it I think it's physically saying it there's fucking like it blew my mind because I knew they were going to be shit and it was fucking way worse than my expectations <laughs> way worse it was man honestly the worst was the <laughs> Uh, but this is like, but what's what, the best thing about it is what I really really like about this is I can now 
use the words waterweights as a safe word for the next five years against Marlena. Oh, you can use that. Any time. The waterweight clause. She's like, you have to do this. It's, I'll be like, waterweights. Like, you have to do this. Uh, waterweights, Marlena. Waterweights. I don't have to fucking do anything. It waterweights. is. Waterweights. It's the, it's the, you've got the waterweights idea. You've got the waterweights clause. That you can that you can pull out close. that you can pull out at any moment. Instead of hi, instead of Watergate, this is Waterweights. Yes, <laughs> in yes, in. excellent, uh, excellent nineteen seventies political uh, term went, reference. Sixties. Uh, I went. I went. I went to the bar, checked the screen, I blew the whistle, I pointed to the centre spot. In, <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> nobody, nobody celebrated because there was a little bit of like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if, if you point to us the centre spot, that's a... Oh, wait, I was... Yeah, no, I mean, mm. not the penalty spot. Uh, I, I nearly fucked your joke, sorry. I tell, uh, don't worry about me. I, I literally fucked yours. Just, just, I travelled all over it. Uh, I, I, I clocked myself, stepped over one of your jokes earlier on this podcast. I noticed it. It was the National Anthem one with Home and Away. And uh, I realised I totally stepped over it and then dropped it back in later on. <laughs> so people probably thought that I'd missed it and then used it myself. But I, 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 I don't even know what joke you're referencing. Oh, uh, was when I started talking about you learn the language home and away, and you went, "Well, you think it's their national anthem?" And then I kept on talking, and then I went, "Ah, it's the national anthem." I heard a joke earlier. I just ignored it and stepped over it. <laughs> so that's progress, right? Is that progress? Well, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> I saw, the, I saw, I saw in the comments on paper as well. Somebody said I did it, I did it again. I stepped on one of your jokes or something like that, and uh, I. I like, Man, people, people should turn it into well. a, people at home. You know what? Fuck it. If you, if you, from now on, right? If you want to turn this podcast into a drinking game, drink every time Kai steamrolls over one of my fucking jokes or ignores them, and and let us know how drunk you get. Because if you end up slightly tipsy, <laughs> I guess that's that's progress. But if you end up in fucking rehab, <laughs> <laughs> if your if your parents have an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> they're like you have to stop it's not me it's Kai he keeps ruining Sloss's jokes but why do you take that so hard why does it drive you to the bottle uh, I got I got mullet on um, Friday night Friday night because uh, you know people like uh, Gav you know Gav <laughs> I'm just acting like as if the audience don't know um, uh, Gav uh, passed his Sparky exam he's a qualified electrician now and um, I was like why don't we just like, nice. get you up to do some work on me hoose and that means I'm hiring you <laughs> like, like, you're not breaking Covid rules to come and have a fucking pint with us basically um, and oh, I, I, give a, I give him a try of your Thurzo whiskey <laughs> Oh the uh, the 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 lang skip uh, Wolfsburn. Yes, I. Uh, so we had a try of that. Next thing you know, blink. It's three o'clock. We're fucking absolutely bullet. <laughs> Oops. It's a fucking. It's. It, but they could, now, I mean, uh, not to give Wolfsburn any more free advertising. Than that, but you know what? Fuck it. Yes, to give them more free advertising. It's fucking great. It doesn't taste like fifty-eight percent, does it? It, you know what? I was I was giving Gav a taste. Like, by the way, this tastes fucking lethal. It's pain stripper, right? Because my memory of it was getting fucking absolutely demolished off a double. I had a double, and then I moved on to make as well because I was like, fucking, I kind of keep drinking this, right? So my memory of it is that it was hostile, but it was the reaction that was hostile, not the actual palate of it. So I, I pitched, man, it's remarkably smooth. For I, the 58%. Pitched, I pitched it to Gav like it was hostile. And Gav had one sip of it and went, this is nice, man. 
It just made me feel like a pussy. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I was only meant to be giving him a taste to say, like, fucking taste how brutal this is. And then I had a taste of it. And I was like, oh, aye. Next thing you know, boosh. Oh, by the way, fucking next thing you know, the pair of them, Natalie and Gav, started, honestly, this is what, you know, like, peer pressure, someone tries to get you to take a fucking hard drug that's like, you know, say if, like, Natalie doesn't take coke, but then she's around with three people that take coke, and they're like, you sure you one line? And all of a sudden she's outnumbered, and I fucking, mm-hmm. right? You know what they offered us? Two of them. Two of them on one of me. Star signs, horoscopes, the fucking pitched it hard at fucking one in the morning. I'm, I'm Muller. And I'm like, yeah, you still do this to us, like, don't be fucking trying to read with the fucking horoscopes on me at fucking one in the morning, like, I'm fucking fighting the bury Gav's, Gav's not a horoscope, is he? Oh, listen to the pitch. This is the pitch that he came at it with, right? He was like, look, it's not on me to work out how it works, and I know it shouldn't work, but you can't deny that certain people, depending on the horoscopes, have certain traits. And, and that's obviously been pattern formed by more than one person that pattern formed the people's behaviour and all that right and then the, the, then uh, like a Leo acts this way and a Taurus acts this way and then these people clash and these people work well together and all that and he's like it's too fucking common for it uh, for to not not be like um, seen as legitimate like just because we can't explain how it works doesn't mean it doesn't work and all that and I'm like oh dude uh, fuck, I'm like yeah let me break it down for you you've got like your school years right I got into school young with knee pubes because I'm born in July right I got, I got in the fucking baby right I'm the baby of the year yet there's somebody born in September that's got fucking hairy armpits at the start of the term and all that right in the fucking in the thickest fuck because I've had one year's more education for by the time we get to the same age right so so you've got people Mal- that are different Malcolm Gladwell's got a bit uh, Malcolm Gladwell's got a great book on exactly this on exactly this the month you were born how it determines uh, yeah. not necessarily your personality but your success in the world my birthday's in the summer six months from Christmas I've got a wildly different experience of fucking self-worth for people that want to fucking come out and party with me compared to the person that's born on the fucking 27th of December and nobody gives a fuck because it's just been Christmas you know so they, they probably feel a little bit like fucking chopped liver like as far as, far as getting uh, that little bit of extra attention poured on them right so there's fucking a, like a million different ways that you can uh, channel the behaviour of somebody and then and then like you, you start talking and going hold on a minute like what about the, all the different other variables that affect your behaviour like like I'm a middle child so I'm probably going to start having like fucking I, I'm probably going to st- start having the fucking traits of a fucking Gemini or whatever like I don't know what the fuck tra- I don't know what traits are in each thing right but there's going to be things that affect my behaviour that'll put me in a bracket that is something to do with your fucking stupid stars like all of this all of this is fucking bollocks and all of it's probably confirmation bias I could probably read out and go, go Gav this is a Leo and read out a Sagittarius D and you'd find something that fits and then I got into politics as a No, no, that's 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 ex- that's exactly what horoscopes are. You keep them vague enough to fucking be accurate. Here's talk to anyone about horoscopes, right? And just ask them to try and explain to you the basics. So go right. How does my star sign? How does these stars, millions of light years away, affect my personality? I accept that the moon has the ability to change the tides. It affects the fucking tides. Do you know how far away the next nearest star is from the fucking moon. I'll tell you what it is. It's our sun. Do you know how fucking far away that is? Mar- Do you know how far the next uh, farthest uh, it, it, that- it takes seven minutes of the speed of light for it to reach with. Man, like, and you want to I, I just, like, there, there is, and I, I, I'm devastated to find out that Gav is one of them, but there is, to me, like, flat earthers, and then, like, literally, I'm going to say, a, a hair's breadth above them intellect-wise 
is horoscope bla- oh sorry sorry not a hair's breadth about the the width of uh, the height of uh, mad mike now so there's flat earthers and then there's the height of mad mike as a fucking pancake that's how much higher in intellect people with horoscopes are it's you have to be a uh, particular fucking breed of stupid to uh, think that these star signs which are only star signs to you, us and you're talking this, star- and this is my this is my immediate family my wife and my brother <laughs> Oh, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm outnumbered by them, and I'm like, I'm just like, fine, just roll up my sleeves up me. I was like, they could be fucking 10 of you. <laughs> they could be 20 of you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, oh, Gav, uh, man. Fucking Gav, I know, are you, Gav, Gav, you read. <laughs> like, I don't. Uh, he's a smart kid. You know what it is, though? This is, this is the difference, right? As a. Uh, Nat- Natalie-, Natalie believes in uh, star signs because she's sensationalist. So she- I think she just likes letting the magic of in- it into my life now. That she's a fucking dreamer, right? Uh, this is the difference. I think Gav's. I think Gav's last alley's like that now. But I'll not let it in. You know what I mean? Gav's a little pussy, but bitch. <laughs> He'll just believe anything he's still up there. Gav, Gav, there. He's doing what he's fucking told. That's <laughs> what he's doing. Yeah, uh, wait, since, hold on, since, since Gav believes in horoscopes, is there any chance you could tell him about these amazing waterweights that I've got to share? <laughs> Dead goods. They, uh, they're man. They're so efficient. They're probably uh, probably the best workout gear I've got, and I'm willing to sell them to him for the marked down price of five hundred pounds. And that's a bargain. Tell him it's a bargain. Mm, yeah. And if he's a Scorpio, he should know that's a fucking bargain. <laughs> and and Mercury's in retrograde, so clearly I'm in a good mood, and that's why I'm giving this away. Oh, uh, that is very Taurus of you. Ah, uh, it's funny. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I was I was good. It was really good because I hadn't seen Gav in six months, so it was like it was good crack. It was good taking the pussy room for his for his hocus pocus. And um, for his stupid ass beliefs. And uh, then uh, yesterday, last night, uh, me and Natalie watched. Uh, Fuck I love this man so much. Sam Rockwell in Best of Enemies. He's the fucking best actor. The, that I've not seen Best of It. He's the best actor that there is. He's fucking. Yep. I don't. Yep. I don't think there's a better actor than him. Have you seen Moon yet? Moon? Man on the Have Moon. Have you seen Moon? No. No. Not no, the Jim Carrey thing. Not seen Moon. Man, if you like Sam Rockwell, watch Moon as soon as you possibly can. Right, I'll do that today. I'll watch that today. Oh, you know, right. like, he's such a deal breaker for choosing the film, right? We didn't know what we're going to watch, right? Started scrolling. The minute me and Natalie saw Sam Rockwell's name, we're like, that one, duh. Like, I'll watch anything with him in it. It's genuinely, Best of Enemies is on my list for, for the exact same fucking reason. The second I saw him, it was in, I was like, this is going to be a fucking great movie. Do, do you know what him the story is? Joe, Joe Gilligan. Joe, Joe Gilligan? Joe Gilligan. That's exactly what we said Those last night. Well, like, if he's Those in it. two actors that I go, anything you do is going to be fucking outstanding and superb, and I'll happily watch it. Aye. Uh, uh, do, do you know anything about what the story is about, our Best of Enemies? Do you want? No, no idea. Like it's a true story. It's 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 happened. It's like it's it's played out. So like a spoiler wouldn't really be a spoiler other than like. I, I, oh I, no! Still no no. Oh wait, because can I talk about it or not? I don't know. Can I can I talk about it? Right, like, the guy. I'm trying. I'm not going to give too much away. Right, the guy um, is Klu Klux Klan president. And he's his village at Durham in uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, something like that. Right, one of one of the southern states, and. Um, and he gets brought in to um, to discuss 
the integration of schools because there's a black school being burnt down and the need to be educated so they're like we're gonna have to put them in with the white kids so the whole thing is about like the community deciding whether to integrate the kids it's set in the 70s 71 right sorry i have a sorry i have a question is this uh what year is this is this the jim crow era 1971 Fucking so, me asking when was the Jim Crow era? I, I don't know. Um, so basically, he ends up on this board where he's been chosen because they know he's going to vote against it, right? But like, the more he like chats to people, the more he like he's immersed in it, the more he starts like waking up to the idea that that people too, right? And I'm like, mm. that is the fucking, and it's a true story as well, right? But that is the fucking hardest position in the world to become woke from to become woke from being a clan leader, right? Is it would be so much easier to just fucking shut the door on the honest truth of the world and just go, nah, I'm going to die on this hill. You know, he has to like literally put his life at risk to open his eyes. <laughs> and I'm like... Uh, he goes, uh, Jim Crow era, sorry, was from... Uh well, post-Civil War era until 1968, so there you go. Aye. That was just for, that was, sorry. So at that era, I think most other things were integrated. At that point, I think schools were one of the the, the last uh, things left from integration. Aye. But fuck, fuck me, like, what, what a journey he has to go on psychologically from, like, fucking the, his, his stance and his worldview to, like, realising that his worldview is wrong, like, inherently wrong. And like, and fucking Sam Rockwell absolutely crushes the role of transition. Do you know? Uh, do you know another really, really fucking good Sam Rockwell movie that you'll forget that Sam Rockwell's in it? Not Mr. Wright. Well, Mr. Wright's exceptional. Mr. Wright, that, that is him fucking crushing it in a rom com. One of my favourite lines in the entire fucking history of movies in Mr. Wright, and it's, uh, it, this isn't much of a spoiler. Mr. Wright, played by Sam Rockwell, he's just like the world's greatest fucking uh, assassin, and he falls in love uh, with uh, Anna Kendrick. But this is, this is not a spoiler, this is the little premise of the movie. And he sees Anna Kendrick for the first time, and obviously she's got no idea that he's, he's the greatest killer in the world. And he goes up to her, he's like, what is it, it what, what can I do? Uh, to get you to go on a date with me. I'd love to go on a date with you. And she was like, in two words, tell me why I should go on a date with you. And he goes, two words? Two words? Or else. (laughs) 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 Um, The other movie that he's fucking exceptional in, uh, which you wouldn't, uh, and and he's a minor role in it, a minor role in it because nobody realised what a phenomenal actor he was back then. Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest, I didn't know. I had no idea he was in there. Is that the film that we watched with with, uh, Mark Miller? Mark Miller. Where you've done the. you, you talked about the, the movie before after. and after, yeah. You talked about like why you chose this movie, and then you done a Q and A after the movie in that little indie cinema in Glasgow. Man, uh, yeah. Add if you, I, I know you, I know you because you're like me. You, you fucking forget movies after a period of time. Go yeah. back and watch Galaxy Quest. It is one of the funnest movies in the world, and it's one of the Alan Rickman's greatest fucking performances. Uh, oh, yeah. it's, it's so fucking fun. 
I can't, I can't even remember the plot, really. I can't, like, it would be about 2012 when I last watched that. Then then I won't tell you anything else. Just, man, go let yourself... But watch Moon first. But Moon Sam Rock, I'll stop talking about fucking... I love that when you go back and watch something because you know even when I watched it now that you said Alan Rickman's greatest role that was probably the first Alan Rickman movie I'd seen like I hadn't like I only watched Harry Potter like in recent years really so like I didn't even know him as Snape mm. um, so I think it's funny when you go back and watch a film and everybody in it has since become superstars like I think it was Black Hawk Down I watched and like they're in the um, they're in the helicopter, and when I first watched that film, I didn't think I knew anyone in the helicopter, and then knew. I'm like, oh, there's fucking Jamie Lannister. Like, <laughs> there's fucking every cunt. There's Spud from Transport. That's why it's always worth It's like uh, if you watch Band of Brothers or The Pacific, you just go, holy shit, Rami Malik. Oh my god, John Barthnell. Oh my fucking uh... god, David Schwimmer. My mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, always get him in. Uh, so I, put... I spoke to one of my other celebrity friends today. I have this call now, me. Aye, sure. Bigger than it will. Cal Penn. I speak to Cal. Cal Penn, because he's he's in a quarantine at the exact same time. He's gone into... So, Cal's filming in uh, Canada just now, filming a show, and he's, like, and they're filming mid-fucking COVID, so, like, all the crew have, you know, all their gear on. But... um, one of the one of them contracted was a member of the crew contracted COVID, so everyone well, just has to fucking go right. into isolation. So we've just basically, um, I mean, he's we, he's been, I think he's just been tested. Like we'll find out soon, mm. um, but we're literally in at the same time. So, but he's done fucking four of them as well. So I was phoning him today. I'm like, I'm like, what's like, what's the secret to uh, quarantine? And he was essentially just like, just don't. Don't just, just, just whatever just, you do. Don't use much. water. Don't use water weights. Whatever you do, just <laughs> avoid the water weights. <laughs> he says, "Just live through it." Honestly, right? I, I reckon, like, and I've, and I've, and I've always got a high opinion of myself. I reckon I could do jail time. I, I, re- I reckon I, I reckon I'd be alright with just being like, bo- like boxed in for a bit. Like, I could keep, I could keep, um, myself, I could keep myself busy. <laughs> Oh, no, man, not in not in prison. You couldn't like he, in this environment. You absolutely fucking could. You got an apartment to yourself, uh, or well, not even apartment, but you got fucking hotel room to yourself. I imagine you'd be finding that not in a not mm. in prison. It's nothing else, man. Like, have you read uh, Have you read Papillon? I haven't, uh, but I have read um, that other one that you Enchanted. The oh, the Enchanted, man, where enchanted he, he's, a, he's in solitary confinement, and it's basically like. Uh, it's just his like kind of internal interpretation like because he like even when like he talks about these like gnomes or something that live in the walls and the tap on the pipes or something like that right and like yeah he talks about them as if they're real and they're really there but you're like but you're just like oh that's when like the heating comes on and the pipes start to like make noises Aye. So like, so like any, anything that like makes a noise or happens outside that wall is like built like this imaginative like kind of world around what's going on around him. So like he, he's like almost like he's gone insane, but he hasn't acknowledged that he's gone insane. So he's just letting this world play out that he thinks he's built. Oh God, I'm glad you reminded me of that because I remember there was a period of time where that was my favourite fucking book and I don't think I've read it. So I think I just read a bunch of books since then and one of those became my favourite book. I really should go back and... <laughs> Give that yeah, a fucking what, what was the one you said, Pap- Papillon? 
Papillon based on it, it's a true story. So it's this fucking uh, f- uh, French guy who uh, was like, uh, he d- did some fucking crime in France in the, uh, I don't know if it was the fucking 20s or 30s, but then was fucking deported to like some overseas fucking prison, which he escaped from and then was caught and then went to another higher security fucking prison on a hor- more horrible island. And then he fucking escaped that, and then he lived in the fucking Navajo desert for a while, and then was caught again. And then, but there's one part, it's a, it's a phenomenal book. It's so... Are you sure that's Tommy or not Michael Schofield? <laughs> Matt, but, but I mean probably Prison Break was at least very loosely based on fucking Papillon <laughs> yeah. but there's one bit where he's uh, where he's like he talks about all the prisons and how fucking shit they all are uh, but like it's always like oh you know I knew I'd get in this one I knew I'd you know this is what the fun even though we were all miserable these were the fun bits of this he's put in solitary confinement for two fucking years like literally, nah. and like and nothing, no light, no no and books, no like, no light. Ah, uh, you just yeah, you just the, your the, consciousness the, exists in space, really. Well, so for the so for like the first uh, six months, he nails it right because he because he knows that he's put them in solitary conf- they've put him in solitary confinement to fucking break him. So he's just like, I'm not going to be fucking broken. So he walks constantly. He walks, but he knows the exact length of his hall. It's uh, selling. He walks back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So he's walking 15 miles a day. He's doing press ups. He's doing fucking pull ups. He's also got some guy who you know he's not been thrown in solitary for fair reasons. So one of the fucking guards is dropping him off in like his shitty meagre food bucket they're dropping him tiny little bits of extra food rations it's like an extra coconut right and even though it doesn't seem like much that extra fucking coconut the fact that somebody out there is looking out for him it's enough for him to fucking defy the prison system be like you know what I'm going to be I'm going to fucking beat this and then they find the guy that's been dropping off these coconuts and then for another 18 months He's just locked in, and the cha- it's the only part of the fucking book where the chapter is. It just he just goes. There's not much I can say other than there's 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 nothing as awful as it. Like I've been in every fucking prison in the world. I've been whipped. I've been fucking beaten. But like those eighteen months, I can't even bear to talk about them just because it's you lose your fucking mind. Oh man! And I I think it's I think it's fair to say with my Xbox and my Irish neighbours. Similar situation. You draw parallels. You draw parallels to Papillon. I do, I really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, Daniel, I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of everyone here. I think you're very brave. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> so, uh, how do you think you're going to cope with the next nine days? Going to be alright? Well, so here's. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, it's genuinely been all right so far because yeah. the really nice thing about it is, is that look, I've got the fucking balcony, and that is a genuine game changer. Like being able to get fresh air, being able to have like a social like drink uh, with Mick and Mike, and like have a bit of normalcy. Like I, pho- I phone Cara when I wake up. She phones me when I wake up. Uh, Nick Cody regularly fucking checks in on me. I spoke to Milo last night. Fucking like people, people I've not spoken to in a while. Like I'm just like I've said to a bunch of friends, mate, just call me. Like I'm yeah. more than happy to have fucking phone conversations at this point. So it's really, it's nice to sort of break up the day with even if it's just a twenty minute, half an hour conversation with you know, which I wouldn't normally do in the UK. So sometimes it feels a bit more. Social. Yeah, you, you get to, you get to touch base with people. That's nice. Yeah, because you know, because do you, do you miss Batter and Colin. I think I'm like um, 
Cara sent me the videos of her doing it. Ah, right, fair so enough. Uh, you know, uh, I. That's nice. So that's just, like, just set up the phone and balance it on, like, like you know, just put it in the, like, so you can't see it. Just next to the projector or something like that. And then he's just sat there. She kisses my room. She's like, oh, Colin, dinner's ready. And then she cu- he comes out and fucking mallet to the head. So uh, I just put like a fiver on like a fishing rod. It just puts it, puts it over the down his stairs and just it just reels him in with a fiver and just fucking lumps him. <laughs> um, uh, that must be the thought I to watch that Everyone I've spoken to who's done quarantine always says that there's a different day that's the hardest, right? So Tom Ballard said uh, day 10's the hardest because you've been in there fucking 10 days and there's still four days left and that's difficult. Whereas Cal was like, day five's the hardest because you've done fucking five days and there's still nine to go. And then uh, Mick and Mike were like, everything after day seven's a piece of piss because it's a countdown of like, the second... Yeah, you've broke you, you've broke the back of it. Yeah, I think that with the with the workouts, if you're if you're over halfway, like it, then you're like it seems to be every every single station yeah. that you do, like you're close out towards the the finish line, rather than yeah, like, you, you further away from the start. Yeah, this the second you get beyond halfway, you know you're capable of doing that distance of wherever yeah. it is because you've literally done it, so it's feasible. So I'm not I'm. I'm not sure when it's going to get difficult. I'm fucking sure it will uh, at some point. But for the time being, man, it's just like it's so normal here. Like mm. on the but like literally, it's hard to be worried because if it, the motivation, if I'm ever like, oh my god, why am I doing this? Go out in the balcony and just look at people living their life. See their normal life. Yeah, that's got to be like yeah, wait for the drop. Like you're just fucking uh, the the, yeah. the build up. It's like uh, you, the, man, they've just the light at the end of the announced. tunnel is glaring. Yeah, yeah, it's and it's and it's and it's and it's not like the light of the tunnel in the UK where it's like all oh, pubs might be open in fucking May at some point. Yeah, like parts of Australia have now opened up to a hundred percent capacity in theaters. Nice. And is that are, like your, are your gigs going to be like full capacity? Uh, are you fucking trying to slam me here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I saw a couple of them were sold out there, and I was like, ah, it must be fifty percent. <laughs> 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 what, like that, 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 that time that I sold out the Palladium twice in a day? <laughs> half full, though, wasn't it? Because it was half full. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Wait, hey, uh, I've got, I've got a couple of dad jokes. I fucking, you know what? I, I nearly fucked it this morning. I've only got four because I um, clocks went forward. And I got I got a bit bed thing guy. Um but they've gotta stop that man. Oh no, I haven't I haven't five. They've gotta stop that, they've gotta stop putting the clock forward. Look, it's not fucking it's not the sixteen hundreds, we're not Al Farmers. It's right. not like we've got electricity if we need like look look, just meet halfway, change it half an hour one year and then just go and read quits. Just they, fucking bin it. Like even farmers farmers are even like fucking who gives a shit will work it out. It makes no sense. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, your dad sucks his toes before he bites his toenails because it makes them softer. <laughs> I did for a while, I reckon. Yeah, feasibly. Aye. I think a good hour or so, that. <laughs> he doesn't want watching a movie. He gets one episode of Last Chance. He win. <laughs> he does all toes at once. All ten. <laughs> your dad had plastic surgery to make his belly button outy. 
Hey, hey, it got my mum. <laughs> it was the idea. Uh, your dad doesn't believe in New Zealand. <laughs> well, like he doesn't like believe he exists, or he just doesn't believe that like he's got no hope for them. Both, both. Like whenever people like, have you seen what uh, Jacinda Garden Harden has <laughs> done? Like she's not real. It's fucking. Nah. It's uh, CGI by those libtards trying to think of this perfect socialist state somewhere else nah. doesn't exist. Not real. You talking nonsense, drivel. Uh, your dad has denim curtains that zip up in the middle in his room. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got a button at the top. Uh, your d- <laughs> got pockets. <laughs> and when he zips it in the morning, he pretends he's going to suck God's cock. <laughs> Doesn't pretend, he does. That's what light is. Ah. <laughs> your dad skateboards in Crocs and he invented a trick called the kick flip flop. Your dad won't about in your gran every time you breastfed. <laughs> your dad brings a sock puppet to marriage counselling to do impressions of your mum for the therapist. <laughs> <laughs> your dad snores when he's awake. <laughs> Only when you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your dad calls moths Tory butterflies. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> you know, you know them, um, them jelly aliens that you put back to back and there was a rumour that if you put them back to back they'll have a baby. That rumour started because it worked mm-hmm. once in the 60s and that's your dad. The baby. And <laughs> 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 uh, that's a wrap. Um, let people know thank you if you're already a patron and um, the uh, the schedule is going to be you, you get the podcast on Monday this one you listen to it you, you had this on Monday early access mm-hmm. everybody else gets it Wednesday hi everybody else and if you sign up everybody else uh, you get a flashback clip on a Wednesday and you get a bonus clip on a Thursday a bonus um, thing on a Thursday an exclusive which this week is going to be a podcast you did with Ryan Cullen before you left that's going to be the bonus I it's actually it's actually a really good one because me and Cullen put it off for fucking so long just because like we lived together and was just like what the fuck are we going to talk about the podcast and then uh, <laughs> then we went on and we just uh, we had a fucking proper I forgot I forgot that Cullen's actually funny when you're not kicking his head and <laughs> when you let him speak <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you let him up for breath when he isn't bleeding from the Aye. mouth when you give him a when you give a, when you give him enough time to regrow his teeth, you know, every three or four fucking minutes. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, also I, I'm in contact uh, with uh, Cam James as well, so there will be an episode of Two Woke Cucks. cucks. I will be out when I'm out of quarantine. I don't want to do Two Woke Cucks. You want to do Zoom? I want to do sure it's a fucking face to face one with um, MI. So yeah, I've got a- just so we can taste each other's cum. I've got a, a, a date with Mark Nelson on Wednesday to get one in the can. So that's that's scheduled, that's scheduled now. So, uh, yes, patrons, uh, thank you first and foremost for uh, subscribing. Uh, second and second most. Uh, Wednesday, flashback. Thursday, uh, you get your new episode. And I'll see. see. And I will. So, stay, stay on the Zoom, Danny, because uh, I'm going to chat in. Aye. And I'll see you next week when I'm, I'm more insane. Right, so uh, yeah, that's going to be good to the progress report. Right, uh, right, Muggins out.